Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Grant and Danny here on The Fan. Just Danny, no GP. Day after Christmas, merry one-to-one and all. Surprise! We are at Buffalo Wild Wings in Alexandria. To all the people that were here that had no idea a radio show is going on, it is happening from 2 to 6.30. Monday through Friday we do the show. We're also doing one here, so enjoy your wings. Come on by and see us right here in the heart of Alexandretta. Got a bunch to talk about with you guys today. Uh, you just heard that within the last hour or so this broke news of a potential lawsuit which is i know stop me if you've heard this before involving the commanders and dan snyder that's highly unusual territory we'll get to that quick nod though before we get into the matters of football we got a lot of quarterback stuff to talk about with you guys today i want to talk with you all all show long about it quick nod to alex ovechkin the greatest thing we have it's unbelievable it's absurd. He's still this good at this age. I can't believe he was this good 20 years ago, let alone he's this good now. He's close to my age. I'm tired from getting out of bed the wrong way three days ago. Alex Ovechkin, 802 goals, man. Passing the great Gordie Howe. They don't. They didn't nickname Gordie Howe like a guy that likes hockey or someone that's pretty good at hockey. They nicknamed him Mr. Hockey. He passed Mr. Hockey. Mr. Hockey. Not like a guy that was also a hockey player that was it was fun. He was pretty good. They nicknamed him Mr. Hockey, and oh, we passed that dude. Sorry about it. You knew it was coming, and you knew Alex Ovechkin was going to do it in a very special way, and he did just that. So that deserves to be honored, called out, celebration. Should be all sorts of things that we're doing all the time. But the football team played, and you know what happens. We have to talk about it. 37-20 loss at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers. It was, it was closer than this, but it also wasn't. I don't know if that makes any sense. I, I watched the game like you guys did, and I, I went back and, and watched it again on the, uh, what do you call it, the, um, the condensed broadcast and stuff, and, and was looking at different things. They were tied at halftime, so that's something. But San Francisco is a better football team, and that's what you do. When you go up against the better football team with this coin toss game plan, the better football team is eventually going to pull away because, if you've heard this, San Francisco's defense is awesome. They force turnovers, uh, you know, uh, short field position. Washington was missing a couple key guys, including Cam Curl. Big plays for San Francisco, and that was your game. It really, in the trenches, play to play, I think was pretty even. But, you know, you give up that, whatever, the 50-some yarder to Ayuk, you give up a 33-yarder to, to Kittle, and the, the big pass over the top to Kittle, where either he or Ray Ray McLeod could have caught it. McLeod on that reverse. The big plays were what undid Washington on both sides of the ball. And big plays come from, and I had to look this up, Ryan, big-time playmakers. And the people that are supposed to be your big-time playmakers, now this is not, I'm not judging, it's not one-to-one. Chase Young's first game back uh, from an extensive absence after his injuries and, and everything else, but you saw what it's supposed to look like. It looks like Nick Bosa, a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. It looks like a dude that could not be blocked. He was credited with two sacks, but he had another one on a, on a two-point conversion attempt, which might as well be a sack because that's directly taking points off of the board. That guy's incredible. That guy is what it's supposed to look like. We don't have that. 
we have good players. We have really good players. They're Pro Bowl players. We have guys that are excellent, that should be paid and should be part of uh, the furniture here for several seasons going forward. You don't have that. You don't have guys that can do that, which is all the things that were advertised. Ruin the game, wreck the game, uh, bone plays up in the backfield. You got a, a double team in this way and the other way. Anytime you had a tight end rotate over, uh, like he did in the two-point conversion to block him. That's a mistake. He's going to destroy the play, and he did. He was dominant. He was awesome. That's what's supposed to happen. But the big story from the game, and this is what we're going to talk about for the majority of today. Here's the deal. They changed quarterbacks. I'm not that upset about this loss. And maybe I'm a weirdo. I see things the way I see them, and I recognize that I'm a little bit unusual, and I think that's fine. I think all perspectives on on teams and fandom are welcome. I see things a bit differently than most people. I don't get upset or as upset when I go, yeah, I think that's how the game's going to go. I didn't think they'd lose 37-20. I thought they'd lose, you know, 27-13, something like that, because San Francisco is much better than they are. But I said this on Friday. I think Carson Wentz is going to play. I think it'll be once Heineke struggles. I think Rivera has, you know, tapped out in Morse code and shot flare guns up in the air and written it in sand that he's going to play Wentz as soon as he feels like he's able to do so without losing the locker room. And that's exactly what came to pass, both in terms of the loss, both in terms of playing wets. And the other thing that I said was going to happen, I, I was wrong about one element of it, but I don't think anybody they're competing with is any good. And what I mean, this team that's going to finish sixth or seventh in the conference in this dumb NFC, nobody's any good. I thought Detroit was going to be the team that won out. They found a way to get lambasted by the Carolina Panthers. What's going on in the NFC South, by the way? That's my uh, rhetorical question. I thought that everybody would lose. I thought the Giants would lose. They did. I thought Seattle would continue to lose. They did, and they will. The only thing that we don't know is if Washington can hold up their end of the bargain, and that, to me, is the mystery. I thought they'd lose to the Giants. Said that would happen. It did. thought they'd lose to San Francisco. Said that would happen, and it did. Now it's about these last couple weeks. I think they will end up beating Cleveland, and I think that the Cowboys won't need this game when they end up playing. Maybe I'm wrong about that. And that'll give Washington the, the, the chance to go to the postseason as, as the seventh seed. They, nothing changed here over the weekend except for the quarterback spot. And that's the story. So I want to get started with this. 800-636-1067 is the telephone number. 800-636-1067 is that number. Taylor Heineke started. I actually thought he played pretty decent. I mean, again, the, our, our ceiling and threshold is so low that we're calling what he was doing in the first half where they scored seven points decent. And we can nitpick about some of the things going forward on fourth down. Um, I've heard a lot of the folks say, you got to take the points there. And I've heard a lot of folks say, you can't go for it on your own 35. Here's me. This is Danny Ruye talking. Yes, you can, and yes, you can. I'll go one further. Yes, you should, and yes, you should. Here's what you don't do. Try to do the same thing four times against the best run defense in the sport. You mix it up. You do something else. You score touchdowns. It's overwhelmingly, statistically, the right thing to do when you're down that close to uh, the goal line to try to score a touchdown because your expected points goes up, not only when you, know, you score the touchdown sometimes, but further you pin the defense, the offense back if you don't get it and give yourself a chance of good field position to come back and maybe try again to score a touchdown. Your expected points goes up when you opt to try to score there. All for it. Please don't do smash-mouth football against a team that is begging you to do smash-mouth football. I got a pretty simple rule when it comes to sports. Don't do the thing the other team's excited for you to do. I got that from Earl Weaver. The sacrifice bunt was his point about that. But he would he, he said, in, in general, it's the dumbest play in sports. It's the only play where both teams clap. 
You don't want that. Don't do the thing they're hoping you do. If I'm San Francisco's defensive coordinator, I'm going, God, I hope they try to smash it down my throat when I've got all my defensive linemen and linebackers and safeties available. I really hope they try to do this Brian Robinson thing. Four times inside the goal line. For all the, you got to ride Brian Robinson. you got to keep handing the ball off to the young man. you got to keep doing it. Keep feeding him. Nope. Points come from the passing game. You throw the football to score points. Running plays are to get to passing plays. All right? So you didn't score there. No problem with that. No problem with that decision. Going forward on the 35, no problem with that decision. The problem I have, and I will always have this, is when you have an 11-on-11 pushing contest. That makes it a coin toss. And you have the tiniest little quarterback that ever was in the history of mankind as the guy that you're trying to sneak with. That's not a good recipe. Here's what I would do. Happy to go for that. I put five wide receivers in the game. Taylor Heineke goes to sit on the sideline. Logan Thomas takes the snap. He's six foot six, 255 pounds. He falls forward. Please and thank you. Fewer bodies in the middle, more space to operate. I get the first down every time. That's Madden 101. Anyone that's played that would know that's the way to do it. But don't do it too effectively or Darius will kick you right out of that league. I'll never, ever stop bringing that up, Darius. Love you, Bell. But they changed quarterbacks. Taylor Heineke started 13 for 18, a buck 66, two touchdowns, then consecutive possessions and with turnovers. You get the sack fumble. I don't blame him for that. Some people might. I don't. That was Nick Bosa being better than your guy. And the interception, I thought, was just horrendous. That was the, oh, no, that's kind of a tailor. Oh, God, ew. Unacceptable. No reason for that to happen. You can't miss by that much. He couldn't see over the line of scrimmage or, you know, flipped it sidearm like he was a, a too-cool-for-school shortstop at American Legion ball. You know, yeah, that throw was gross. That was terrible. I also don't know what Brian Robinson was doing, just sort of going, would you look at that? The other team has the ball. Just sort of stood there. I guess they called him down in retrospect. That was a touchdown, by the way. I, you'll never convince me otherwise. But whatever, I went in uh, Washington's favor. I ended up holding him to a field goal. The defense, I thought, was putting enough bad spots where the numbers aren't going to look particularly good for them. But, you again, you end up with uh, a pretty gaudy score from your opponent. A couple short fields, I think they held San Francisco to field goals. That's all you can ask, really. You'd like a few more differences made against a rookie quarterback who was drafted 2 millionth in this past year's draft, and you'd want you know a few more impact plays. But, again, San Francisco's a lot better than they are. It's why big picture, by the way. I'm not all that worked up about quarterback switch or will they make the postseason or not. I want to be that team. I want to be the team that in December when some middling group that's like, well, if they lose twice, but if one more team ties and they can uh, eke out a game that gets moved because of weather, they might make the postseason. I don't want to be that. I want to be the team that's at home that should be a double-digit favorite over the team that we're talking about. But we're not. We're feeding out of this trough. We're, we're getting scraps from the table, and everybody's supposed to go, I think, uh, I'll, let me tell you who's, who gives them a better chance. Neither of them. Neither of them is the answer. This is a big waste of time. It's a big, stupid exercise. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to get down to the bottom of it to give this team the best chance to win these next couple of games versus what Ron wants to do, what this regime wants to do. I think there's a bunch of complications in here. So the thing that Grant and I have argued a bunch and maybe I'm, 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 you know, we're, we're both wrong, and I don't want to speak for him because he's not here to defend himself or explain his position. But this is my biggest issue when you have the head coach and the general manager be the same person. It should never happen. We have so many data points that says this is not the right way to do it, period, end of story. Okay, But when you do have such a thing, 
the head coach has to do a week-to-week myopic short-term view. Maybe he can think a couple of games ahead. Maybe he can. But for the most part, you've got to find a way to win this week. General managers have to think not only this week, but next week, months from now, two years from now, three years, five years, etc. They've got to come up with a big plan. So there's going to be conflict, naturally, and there should be. Right now in New York, for example, where they're benching Zach Wilson because everybody hates the kid's guts, the general manager's going, yeah, I picked him second overall. Uh, I need him to be good because he'll he's more important than who my coach is, who the uh, next middle linebacker is, or you know uh, who's the second string tight end. The the kid being successful is really all that matters. We got to find a way to work to that. Whereas right now they're going, we're fighting for the playoffs. We don't have time to worry about your stuff because you're going to fire us. You're going to cut us if you don't, uh, or you know if we don't play better. And this kid's going to get in the way of us playing better. There's an internal conflict. There should be. When you've got the same guy making both decisions, the same guy wearing both hats, who's who's deciding what right now? Is this general manager, Ron Rivera, deciding, or whatever you want to call him, pro, uh, uh, the president pro tempore of football operations, whatever the hell the title is, going, yeah, we need to make sure we see Wentz. Or is it the football coach? There's a conflict of interest there, I think. So they go back to Wentz against a prevent defense when the game is pretty much in doubt, or assume not in doubt, and Wentz did fine, I thought, looked pretty good. Um, you know, threw some, some quick stuff, had a really nice throw, I thought, to Curtis Samuel. I thought that was one of his best throws. That touchdown throw was was with a little velocity, with some touch, dropped it right in the bucket. It, you know, was after a couple very Carson Wentzian throws that were inaccurate, that his feet were bad on, that just sort of looked like Carson Wentz. That's the experience. You get that Curtis Samuel dime, but then you also are going to miss some things here and there, and we didn't see some of the blitzes and the sacks and the hits that inevitably come with a guy that's you know moves around like I do after carbohydrates. But they made a change. 800-636-1067. You heard my opening soliloquy. They lose the game to San Francisco. There are two left. Ron Rivera presumably this week at some point will name a starter. He doesn't have to. Uh, I'm sure he'll tell the guys internally before he tells us. Maybe you make the Cleveland Browns prepare for both. I don't know. But he will name a starter. I'm guessing, not even guessing, I'm telling you, I'm predicting it's going to be Wentz. I think they've wanted to play Wentz. I think he wants to play Wentz. I think this is was only a matter of time before this happened. But they switched. Horse in midstream. Was it the right call? Did Ron Rivera do the right thing by benching Taylor Heineke after a couple bad moments? Because if that's the threshold, then you're going to bench Carson Wentz after a couple bad moments? Do you bench him in retrospectively? Like if you're looking back and you replay that Detroit game, do you bench him at halftime of that game? He got he played as good as he has all season in the second half of that game. Do you bench Taylor Heineke at that terrible start in Indianapolis, for example? Then he had some fourth quarter magic down the stretch. When do you make those changes? Did they do the right thing yesterday in benching Heineke in favor of Carson Wentz? 800-636-1067. You guys on hold, stay there. If you want to chime in on this, we're going to talk about it all day. They made a quarterback switch. 800-636-1067. Rivera goes to Wentz, benches Taylor Heineke. Was it the right call? Next on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. GD here on the fan, no GP, just me, Danny Ruya, hanging out at the Buffalo Wild Wings and Alexandra on Richmond Highway. Come on by. You're finished with, uh, oh, that, look at that. We got a round of applause. That's unbelievable. Now, you know what? It's very believable. I've earned it. I had, my first segment was pretty good. I'm with you guys. Uh, appreciate you all hanging out today. Come on by. Merry Christmas to one all. Hope everybody's holiday was happy, healthy, safe. And if you're kind of sick of hanging out with some of those same folks, maybe you can hop out here for a beer and some wings or something that B-Dubs happens to offer. Question is pretty simple. Did they do the right thing? Ron Rivera kind of hinted at it for weeks. Carson Wentz only came off the injured list, not this past week, but the week before, kind of building him up, and it didn't start the first game he was eligible, but he certainly played in the second game that he was eligible once he came back from that that uh, that finger injury. Did they do the right thing? 800-636-1067. Let's go to line one. Shane in D.C. Did Ron Rivera make the right call to go to Wentz? Uh, yeah, I guess he did. Let's call it what it is. I mean, uh, these are two backup quarterbacks in the league at best. So he just went with the uh, bigger, most athletic quarterback that's making the more money. So, uh, I think that's what it came down to. And, uh, it ain't like, uh, these two are going to take us to the promised lands. This, these two won't be on the uh, roster next year. Maybe Heineken will be, but we're looking at a whole new regime next year, new ownership coming in, which means new management. And therefore, I think they're going to clean house. And uh, I think we'll have a uh, young quarterback uh, next year fighting for a job. But, you know, this is a playoff football team, and uh, we just got to go what we do, run the football. You got to take the, quarter, the ball out of the quarterback's hands, obviously, and you got to put it in our running backs and that offensive line and just play 1990s football. Uh, yeah, I think he made the right decision. I, I really do. Uh, he's making them more money. Go out there and let him see. Give him some kind of film so somebody can pick him up. You know, let's hope somebody just picks him up and we ain't got to deal with him no more. <laughs> Shane, appreciate you, dude. Thanks for making the call. 800-636-1067 is the number. I, the, yes, 
to his major point about this is who they are, this is how they've played. They they should do that. They're they're not good enough right now. If they were better at quarterback, I would say you've got three excellent receivers. That's your advantage each and every week. John Dotson made some plays. To be frank with you, this should have been a different game. Dotson dropped that pass on the opening possession. I love the kid. I'm glad he's here, by the way. This is not me criticizing, just simply stating a fact. He dropped that pass on the opening possession that the defender falls down on. He walks in for a touchdown. Different ball game if that happens. He made some huge plays later because the kid's really good. And again, this is what should be happening. You should be trying to win the arms race so you can win against anybody. You don't just have to gimmick your way around. But this team right now, this minute, as poorly as this offensive line has played at times and as little production as they get from the quarterback spot, no matter which guy's back there, yeah, you hand it off, you play some smash mouth, you do it that way. 800-636-1067. Let's go to Bobby in Warsaw on line two. Did Ron Rivera do the right thing by benching Taylor Heineke and going with Carson Wentz? Yes. Well, guys, uh, you, am I here? Yes, Bobby. Okay. Uh, I watched that interception over and over again and stopped it just as he threw the ball, and it looked like that uh, Heineke had the ball coming into his hand when the receiver turned around to stop and catch it. And I believe that's why that uh, it was so far to the right that he wouldn't expect him to stop and turn right then. Now, whose exact fault that was, I don't know if it's a set thing when he's supposed to turn around on something like that or not, but it's hard for me to blame him on that one. And he played pretty big on good game to me other than that, and I'm not sure they're doing the right thing, but I'm pretty sure they're going to keep up with Wentz now, so we'll just have to find out. Bobby, appreciate you. Catch your breath, man. My man, Bobby's exercising. Do you, got, do you think he was running? Or do you think he was like out, outside, like doing some like manly work, like chopping wood or like lifting some things? He's definitely a chopping wood kind of guy. Yeah. That, that's what I get from These Bobby. Are, like, I, I just picked not quite Captain America tearing the wood apart with his bare hands, but like axe, wood. Like someone's like, do we need the firewood? And he's like, he's like, okay, I'm out there. I'm going to do it. And like, that's my Bobby and Warsaw. And he's just chopping the wood with an axe. And then he's like, I got I to gotta call Dan and tell him about Heineke. You know, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Appreciate you, Bobby, as always, dude. Catch that breath. Drink some water. Stay hydrated. People make a mistake. They think because it's cold out, you don't need to hydrate. You still got to hydrate. It's very cold, but you still need to hydrate. 800-636-1067. Did they make the right call? Switching from Taylor Heineke to Carson Wentz. The two possessions ended turnovers. If you're, if you're in Ron Rivera's head here, you are looking for that opportunity. Now, here's what you hope. It's, it's like twofold. One, you don't have to make a switch. You just beat San Francisco. Not likely there. But if that happens, great. You're a genius because you figured out the best way to do it and nobody's bothering you and, and look at me, look at the team I've assembled, year three, et cetera, et cetera, right? If you're losing in that game, you hope that an opportunity comes up where you go, see, do you guys see what I'm saying now? Do you guys see why I did this? I didn't just randomly do it because we'd moved the ball a little bit or, you know, we're, we're, we're trailing at this point. And this, those feel, whether they're right or not, to Bobby's point, I, I'm sure someone smarter than me could break down the tape and see whose fault that was. I felt like it was Heineke's because he couldn't see over the line of scrimmage and just flip something side or I mean, it wasn't accurate. But, you know, Bobby may have a better respect to more than I do. I don't know. But when those two things go on Heineke's ledger, sack fumble, wasn't a line fumble, Heineke fumbles, interception, 
Now you can go to Carson Wentz, your boy. That's who he wanted to go with. And he, he made it pretty obvious over the span of a couple of weeks. I don't feel like not especially a genius because I saw that coming. I think a lot of people did. Let's go to line three, Tony in Annandale. Did they do the right thing going to Wentz? Tony. Hey, sorry about that. So good, a little grocery shopping. Oh, good, pal. Uh, you definitely go with Carson, but you got to go all out. I know many teams don't do this. Maybe the last one that had a platoon was with uh, New Orleans Saints, <clears throat> Drew Brees, and uh, Taysom Hill. I mean, if, it's a, if, if um, Taylor's in there and it's an obvious third and long passing, you know, why not bring in Carson? Especially in the red zone. You know, Taylor doesn't have that bullet arm to fit in the tight holes, but Carson does. And also, by the way, happy uh, second day of Christmas. Did you know the 12 days of Christmas, they estimated how much it would cost in today's society? Guess how much it costs? It wouldn't be cheap around my house, I'll tell you that. What would it be? They said it was like 44000 to get your 12 weeping lords, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, five golden rings. Anyway, today's uh, two turtle doves. It's and actually it's so, the second day of Christmas. So impre- Tony, thank you for, for, for the call. It's so impractical, some of those gifts. Golden rings is very nice. What am I doing with two turtle doves? That's just that's just day two to his point. And also, what is this twelve days? I never understood that. I, I mean, I went to religious school growing up. I'm like, what is this twelve days nonsense? Christmas Day is a day day to quote Bruce Allen. I never understood that whole that whole deal. Maybe somebody will explain it to me, and then I'll forget, and I'll ask the same question next year. Uh, the platoon is not for me. That's a hard pass uh, on that. I understand your point, but this isn't the kind of thing that it, it's a it's a rhythm thing. It's a timing thing. It's a uh, you know, sort of a feel for the offense thing. It, you kind of have to let somebody go for like a bigger sample, right? You can't take out a starting pitcher after two pitches where you go, you know, what? I don't see it. You're gonna let the guy settle in. I mean, think of think of the World Series. Justin Verlander, for example. I don't know why this this jumped jumped into my mind. Maybe because he's in the division now for the Mets. Thank goodness uh, that happened. But he, historically, his first innings are never as good as the rest of the game. You can't just pull him because. He's, you know, struggling to find himself in inning one. He's going to eventually deal. He's got a track record that says that. Now, in this case, you're talking about playing multiple guys who neither really have a particularly strong track record. That's why they're here vying it out for a starting role. But it's just something that guys don't do. And, and I'm all for bucking convention as often as possible because sometimes convention is just convention because of convenience. But I don't think that's one that's going to change anytime soon. 800-636-1067. Let's go to line four. PJ and Reston, did they make the right call? Going with Carson Wentz. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, me, personally, I would have actually gone to Carson in the second half of the Giants game. Um, here's the thing about Taylor Heineke, and I love the guy. He's, I mean, how can you not like Taylor Heineke? I think at the minimum, everyone's got to respect this. Not got to, but, you know, be cool yeah. if they respect him. No, for sure. The thing with Heineke is, is this. Um, the biggest complaint early in the season with Carson Wentz was that he was holding the ball too long. The last couple of weeks, I've seen a regression where Tyler Heineke is now holding the ball too long, and he's got a big issue on throws over the middle of the field that are 20 to 30 yards. They sail on him all the time. And for a guy with not much arm strength, you would have think his corner route would be the issue, but he's got a big problem. And I think now that Jahan Dotson is back and how explosive he is, I think Carson is the guy that can connect with Dotson in the corner, some of these bigger plays down the field. Of course, he's gonna, you know, have we're gonna take some lumps with him also, but all in all, I think it's gonna be for the better. PJ, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you making the phone call. Merry Christmas to one and all. Let's go to line five. Bill in Charlottesville. Did they make the right call going to Carson Wentz? 
I just like the last call. I absolutely, absolutely, you know, Heineke. He's he's a great spark plug. He is, but he's definitely not a starter. I mean, Wentz. The time I, I don't know what it is with Wentz, but there's times. I mean, the man looks like a Greek god back there. The way he throws the ball. Other times he looks like Lou Costello. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's uh, I don't know if it's a head thing with the guy or what, but uh, it's 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 amazing. And you know they're not going to go anywhere with Heineke. Like like you said, he's a spark plug. How could you not like the guy? But uh, Wentz, it's just he throws a beautiful ball, especially with receivers we have. It's they can be playing Al Davis football for God's sakes. I mean, bombs away. And it has to do with, you know, it seems like whenever Wentz gets a little bit of pressure, that's when he loses his mind and does something stupid. It's, uh, you know, that, that's the way I see it. No, I appreciate you, Bill. I think the takeaway from what you just said is they're not in a great position. There are overwhelming weaknesses to both. The, your point about the physical tools on Carson Wentz, that has never once been in doubt or dispute. Period. End of story. The guy has an absolute howitzer for an arm. And there's this ease when he just kind of flicks the ball on those. Think of those, some of those uh, throws. I, I think of the one to Logan Thomas most specifically. It was a, it was an innocuous kind of thing. I think uh, San Francisco's in there. Prevent in their shell. Thomas takes, you know, seven, eight hard steps, turns around and the ball's right there. Easy pitch and catch. Everybody can do that. Heineke could make that throw too. I'm not saying anything different, but, but bear with me. There was something where he, where it looked like he just flicked the ball and it went a hundred miles an hour right into the chest of Logan Thomas. And you go, that's different. It's like they used to talk about with um, with Walter Johnson. I, re- I remember reading his biography. His first day he shows up, he's playing catch, and one of the veterans is like, whoa, dude, take it easy. Like, why are you burning me out here from 50 feet? And he's like, I'm not. I'm just flipping the ball to you. I'm playing catch. I'm warming up. It's just different when it comes out of his hand. He's got that arm talent that you, that you ooze over. If he's coming out of the draft this year, even with his physical limitations in terms of inability to move around and, and you know, stop, start, et cetera, you'd go, I can work with that. That's never been in doubt. That's never been disputed. It is the between-the-year stuff. It is the I'm going to make a hero play. It is the I'm going to get lazy with my feet sometimes or if I feel pressure, I throw up my back foot and it sails down the middle of the field. It's the maddening stuff where he doesn't use the talent effectively. There are guys that aren't as talented that have had way, way, way better careers because uh, they've just been so damned smart and intuitive. And it just there's a feel for it that he simply doesn't have or hasn't doesn't have all the time. Because there are moments where you go, this guy's unbelievable. And then there are moments where you go, oh, my God, this guy's unbelievable. See what I did there? I used the same turn of phrase, Ryan, right in your face. 800-636-1067. Keeping it simple here, we're going to talk about this um, this former offensive lineman potential lawsuit against the inside of the commanders. We'll talk about that here uh, in the next hour, but I want to take more of your phone calls. Simple question, man. They change quarterbacks. That's a big deal in any town, let alone this one right here. They benched Taylor Heineke, went with Carson Wentz. Was it the right thing? 800-636-1067. Your call's next. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We will keep you posted on the goings-on of this athletic contest throughout the show. Welcome back to Grant and Danny here on The Fan. Just Danny Ruye with you. It is the New Mexico State Aggies 7, the Bowling Green Falcons, I want to say. I think they're the Falcons. They got nothing. They're shut up. Not on the board. When you have Diego Pavia passing to Star Thomas, 15 yards and a tutty, you get a nice little round of applause at the Buffalo Wild Wings and Alexandra. I learned that moments ago when it happened. Huge New Mexico State contingent, Northern Virginia. Not that many people know about that. Welcome back to the program here. 800-636-1067. They changed quarterbacks yesterday. We got a bunch of different angles on it, but I want to hear first from you guys. It's a simple question. Did they do the right thing yesterday? Let's go to Pat in Mechanicsville on line two. They went to Wentz. Was it the right call? Hey, this Danny? It is, sir. How are you? All right, man. Uh, before we get started, I'm going to wish you an early Happy New Year, buddy. Thanks, man. Happy Thanksgiving. That's the Dan Snyder staple. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, I think it was just a matter of time that they were going to go back to Wentz anyway. Um, and, you know, I think Rivera was itching to do it. Me but too. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, we've uh, played pretty bad the last three or four weeks, and I think either uh, Detroit or Green Bay is going to sneak in in front of us. And I, I think that we got – uh, Josh Allen 2.0 sitting over there on the bench, and uh, Sam Howell, and uh, I, I, I can't wait to see this guy get his chance. And you know what's going to be more depressing is turning on your TV tonight at 8:25 and seeing uh, Justin Herbert play and what what and what could have been. Thank you, man. Have a good one. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, that's always a hoot. That's always a nice little kick to the soft parts. Let's go to line one, Dan and Silver Spring. 
They went to Wentz. Did they do the right thing? Hey, Danny, just a quick point I want to make is just that we didn't have running game the first three weeks when we had Carson, so we do not know what he can do now with the running game with Robinson back. Yeah, I, well, and I appreciate you. There, there's some interference on your phone. I appreciate you making the phone call. Um, I've heard that, and, and here's the thing. They claimed after the fact, this is what we always wanted to be. With all due respect, no, it wasn't. That's, you don't draft a wide receiver in the first round uh, when you've already got one highly paid guy, one guy you just gave an enormous extension to, when all you want to do is run the football and play that way. That's how Carson Wentz played last year in Indianapolis. They had the best running back in the sport with the best running game in the sport. Taylor, uh, Jonathan Taylor ran for almost 2,000 yards. They basically said, let's do that, work off some play action. The advanced numbers on Carson Wentz were not kind. He had the same air yards per attempt as Taylor Heineke. Similar yards per attempt, a.k.a. when he's throwing it, it wasn't that far, and he was one of the least accurate passers in the sport, and has been for some time, by the way. Not just completion percentage-wise, but evaluation-wise, by guys that do that for a living. So I I don't buy that this is what they always wanted to do, and that was going to be the best way for them to succeed. They thought they could sling it, and that was going to be the way they were going to get their their bread buttered. Now, as Robinson has come back, and you sort of realize, hey, this line isn't great, we're on our third or fourth center, depending on how you score it. This probably isn't the right thing for us to do to drop back and sling it a bunch of times. We've got to thump some people. And that may be the way we have to do it, especially because our defense has started to play pretty well once they moved on from William Jackson. Let's go to line three. John in Gaithersburg. They went to Wentz. Was it the right call? Uh, how you doing? What's up, man? I don't know. I, I think they should stay with Taylor because I think uh, Riverboat Ron there was making some pretty bad calls there, you know. And if you had Wentz in the game, I don't think well, they would have won anyway. And they are a running team. No, I appreciate you, they bud. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, they are now. They realize that's their best bet because they saw both of these guys. They saw both of them. And they realized, yeah, this isn't going to work doing it the way that we wanted to do it. For a team that wanted to sling it around, they managed 12 points against the Chicago Bears because of a muffed punt. Do you want to excuse it and say Wentz had a, uh, a broken finger? Fine. T- explain to me what the Dallas Cowboys game was all about. Explain to me why they couldn't do anything in the first half against the worst defense in the sport in Detroit. Explain to me why they couldn't do anything against Philadelphia. That's what they are now, and they know that that's where they're, they're best served, is to try to thump some people, run downhill, occasionally hit something. But it's frustrating because that's not why you built the team the way that you built it. The Really, the offensive line is, is, is the major issue to me for this group. And... For me, and we'll talk about who you would play later on in the show. Just wondering if they did the right thing going to Carson Wentz. But that's how I'm thinking about this roster right now, trying to win these next couple of games, how they are best suited to do that. And I don't know that it's definitive that the answer is Carson Wentz. I really don't. 800-636-1067. They went with Carson Wentz yesterday, benched Taylor Heineke after a couple straight turnovers, was that the right call? Let's go to Rob in D.C. on line six. What's up, man? Hey, Danny. Happy holidays to you and the you family. You too, pal. Yeah, man. All right. I'm, I'm not going to take too long, but uh, no, it wasn't the right call. The team we saw on more, I'm talking to players. I played the yep. game. And when you get a quarterback that played with energy, you, you, that's, that's what you feed off. So I think it was a wrong move. Just to do, do fact, you had two fourth and ones and you didn't give it to Robinson. I haven't seen the guy lose one yard yet 
he's always moving forward. So that was the coaching decisions on them play calls and uh, using Taylor for the scapegoat just to make a change to prove that you know this went smooth and still was the right decision they made. And also, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, also Hal is the best quarterback on the roster, no no question. Uh, when when he was in college and Purdy was at Iowa State. Uh, uh, Sam Howell was 10 times better than Purdy. Uh, he's not necessarily relevant for nothing to talk about Purdy. So uh, you have to coach Howell up and get him ready. But he's the best. Howell, I know he's not going to play this year. I get that part. But Howell, moving forward, is the best quarterback on the roster. Okay, Don. Okay, Danny. Appreciate you, dude. Yeah, t- time will tell there. I mean, th- this is the problem. Again, I-, I harped on this already. I'll keep harping on it. When you've got a head coach and a general manager that – or the same dude, just you know, different uh, business cards or different sections of the same business card, same title in the office, you run into these problems. They now are too far down the road of team building to take a step back, which is presumably what you do if you go, went and got a kid quarterback. You, when you start on this carousel of crap, you doom yourself to stay on it. You doom yourself to go with whoever's left over, whatever veteran fell out of favor in the last town. This is the spot it's going to work, though, I'm sure. The guy that they went with last year is now on the telecast for Amazon Prime. I'm sure that was a good idea. Next year, the guy they go with will be someone else's leftovers. It's too late. When you're building, when everybody has a a built-in excuse, it was somebody else's roster, that's the time to go get the kid quarterback. They didn't. They shirked that for a couple years. Now it's probably too late for them. That's the mistake. We're going to talk about a lawsuit and what they're going to do down the stretch. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 